Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hello, friends. Welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm for Thursday, January the 24th. This is Jim Hedger from metamen.com, and I'm joined by Dave Davies from beanstalk-inc.com. And uh, I'm doing this show from home today, Dave. I'm in the comfort of my own living room, staring at my, two, my computer monitors. Boy, this is nice. Um, I can't say the same. No, you're in, you're in your office over there on uh, Blanchard Street at Beanstalk Dash Inc. And, uh, well, I, you know what? I wouldn't want to go outside today anyway. It's actually gone below 32 up here in the great not-so-white north. Um, at least up here on Vancouver Island, it's gone below zero, zero degrees Celsius. And that never happens up here. And it's a rarity. But you know what? It's a kind of week for rarities. It's been an interesting week in the search world. We have a lot to cover. And later on in the show, we have White Label SEO... John Carecut from AppliedSEO.com coming on as our guest. He's got an interesting story and an interesting new business model. But, Dave, speaking of stories, what's going on in the world this week? Um, one of the more interesting things that, uh, as far as I'm concerned, anyways, came from, uh, from Yahoo, of all, of all places. Uh, well, there's a few things going on at Yahoo, but, uh, but the one that I'm finding most interesting personally as it, as it affects uh, SEO and search engines is their test of, and, and not all of us are seeing it, uh, myself included, um, but integrating Delicious into the search results. Um, now, when I, I first sort of heard about this, I thought, oh, my God, they're actually going to start putting Delicious uh, you know, links and in, in mixing that in with their search results. No, what they're doing is, is below the, the individual SERP itself. Um, they're indicating how many people have bookmarked that page, what the tags are of that page, um, and, and really just letting us as a searcher see what other people um, are, are feeling about this page before before clicking through, you know, uh, giving me a little reinforcement. Well, 140 other people, uh, you know, felt that this page was worth bookmarking. So, you know, maybe it is uh, it is worth paying a visit. Um, which has that in and of itself has some some interesting ramifications for for us as web marketers. In that, you know, okay, now bookmarking is even more important because it's right out there um, and, and becomes part of the clickability of a website. As well, we have to take a look and go, Yahoo obviously feels this is an incredibly important factor. Um, one can only assume that now they're going to start using that to affect uh, search results. Uh, I know there was a, a pretty major shakeup on Yahoo over the last 48 hours. Uh, certainly our site and, and a number of sites that we're monitoring have been affected. Uh, and if we take a look, we this may be a coincidence because I've, I've never looked this deeply into it, but uh, for, for a few of the phrases that I had a chance to look up before the show, uh, we are seeing some correlation between uh, the number of bookmarks uh, and the position of the site. Now, again, that may have pre-existed. That may have been something that they've worked on. That may be a total coincidence, um, not something that I was hyper-aware of and, and really looking into uh, on Yahoo specifically. But, um, you know, certainly some lends to some interesting changes that, that are, are definitely going to be prevalent in the near future, certainly from Yahoo, but I can only assume that will cascade to some other engines as well. Well, here's the funny thing. We've known that bookmarking has been important for uh, for search algorithms for, what, two years now. 
Um, yeah. Bookmarking is, has obviously been very important in Google's algorithm, especially Google Personal. Um, but now Yahoo is like displaying the number of links that are coming back from Delicious, the number of references or bookmarks at Delicious. And this, in some ways, almost reminds me, and I'm, I'm not venturing quite this far, although the statement's going to sound outrageous, um, it almost reminds me of Google's visible page rank on their toolbar. <laughs> Do you think, Dave? I mean, seriously, how long is it going to take before, before SEOs start seriously screwing with Delicious the way that um, the SEO community has seriously screwed with Dig? <laughs> well, I, I don't know what you mean. And, uh, well, of course. Of course they're going okay, to. I think it with a this... smile on our face. <laughs> it's not that serious. We often do it with a smile on our face. Um, I think it's, it's going to be a, a really more abused than probably anything else we've seen. And they're going to have to come up with ways uh, to really curtail this. And, and when I say more abused than anything else, okay, maybe, maybe the, the little green bar is the exception to this rule. Um, but it goes past, because it goes past pure SEO and on to the actual clickability of a site, um, you know, one can only assume, and I know I'd get suckered into this, would be if I see something with you know, 200 bookmarks as opposed to something with three, which one am I going to think is more relevant? Uh, it also shows you the specific tags that it's been bookmarked between. Um, and so SEOs, of course, or, or Internet marketers, are going to be in there trying to customize what's appearing there because it's going to affect how, how many people actually click on the result. So even if it didn't have an SEO perspective, we're all going to be jumping in there and, and abusing it uh, simply because uh, it's going to affect the click-through rate. And, and what's more important than, than the click-through rate? Right? It's probably even more important than a, a specific ranking uh, because it, it has such an effect on, on your direct business. Okay, now before people go and start calling Dave and I uh, spammers or uh, or uh, uh, churn and burn specialists, I'd like to remind people of uh, one of my favorite quotes of all time. It's from jo- John Dillinger. Um, hey, Dave, why did uh, why did John Dillinger say he robbed banks? You know what? I don't know the answer to this. Well, you know, it's a really why? simple answer. Banks are where they keep all the money. <laughs> um, why would an SEO possibly go mess around with Delicious when Yahoo says messing with Delicious is going to improve your ranking or at least improve the look of the site as it appears in the SERPs? Well, I wonder. That's where the money is. Right. Um, and it's, it's unfortunate. And you know what? It's not like this is something that Yahoo can't. I mean, the first thing I'm thinking is this is easy to game, right? So Yahoo certainly must know this. There's got to be something in place. Um, but I, I think they're, they're kind of lining themselves up for the same thing Google faced with that little green bar, which is uh, as long as you're displaying something that can be manipulated to, to the positive effect of the website manipulating it, you're, you're kind of asking for, asking for trouble. Yeah. Um, but well, at the same time, if done right, I think this could really help the searcher, which is obviously what Yahoo has in mind as well. So. Well, let's hope Yahoo does do it right. And there's an awful lot of smart people working at Yahoo, although if um, reports from the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, the MetaMen blog, uh, Search Engine Land, and just about every other search-related uh, media out there, if, uh, if we're all to be believed, there's going to be some fairly major um, job losses at Yahoo in the next week. Have you been reading much about that? I've read a little bit about it, I mean, uh, including from... From you, um, would you say this goes on your list of things that are that are unexpected? Um, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, not so much. But but maybe you want to share your take on uh, on what's going on there. And uh, you unexpected, know, can we no. To continue? 
Well, is, is this unexpected? No. Do I think it's unfortunate? Yeah. Um, I mean, aside from the fact that I just I, I, I have this soft spot for Yahoo, and I, I know a lot of the folks who work there, and I, and I really like a lot of the folks who work there. Um, Yahoo is a great company. <laughs> it's an amazing company. It's uh, it's 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 greatest. Um, unfortunately, it, it, the great weight around its neck is its main competitor in the eyes of the of the the, the investment community and the the general search community is Google. And when your main competitor is Google, no matter how good you are, you come out paler by comparison. Um, so we're looking at. Conflicting reports saying between hundreds up to 2,500 jobs might be lost. Um, I'm leaning more towards the hundreds, even though I put in print over a thousand jobs. Um, I've since been corrected. Since, I've been corrected since then. It looks like uh, well, we know that Yahoo has a has its uh, quarterly call, its quarterly revenue call on Tuesday, the 29th, and. Its stock, its share value is hovering around the $20 mark. If it goes $20 for Yahoo, seems to be this perceptual mark. If they go below it, people panic and freak out. And I think that um, Jerry Yang has to. Well, I mean, nothing much has happened since he took over. There's nothing much has apparently happened. He has to do something. And um, layoffs and lowering your headcount is one sure way to please investors because that means they're getting more revenues. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with Yahoo. Um, I hope they don't give up on search. I hope they don't give up on their social media efforts. Um, I hope they keep plugging away, but they find a a strong focus. Well, no, I mean, I find it kind of ironic that this is all coming on a, I mean, it's only half a percent, but a half a percent jump from November versus December, according to to Comscore's metrics. Um, But do you think that this is, is going to, I mean, obviously this is going to impact their ability to, to innovate and provide new services. Um, do you think this is sort of becomes the beginning of the end where you're going to reduce your abilities, uh, so now you're, you're in an even worse spot, and next year are we going to start to see more, uh, more reductions simply because they're going to lose market share because of a, a reduced capacity? You know, that, that reminds me of something Kevin Ryan wrote, I think it was yesterday or the day before in uh, Search Engine Watch, where... He said the smartest thing for Yahoo to do um, is to hold on for the long term, take a much longer view approach to uh, to the market, to their investors, um, to their competition with Google, and hold on to your talent. Um, I mean, it, it, could, it could go a bunch of different ways, Dave. It's, 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 this is like looking into a very murky crystal ball. Um, if Yahoo lowers its headcount, it releases a great deal of well-educated, well-trained, and seriously motivated talent to its competitors in the valley. At the same time, we know that Yahoo has a lo- is made up of uh, a lot of competing um, divisions, a lot of competing interests. It's, it's a company characterized by uh, dozens of different fiefdoms, um, and that culture has to clean itself up because you have you have it's it's like the old Apple culture where you had Macintosh versus Lisa. Well, you have divisions of Yahoo that appear to be squaring off against each other. Um, uh, as I understand it, um, according again to Search Engine Watch, the safe place right now, if you're in, in Yahoo, is right media. But nobody else, there is no other sacred cows there right now. So we'll see. I don't yeah. know what's going to happen. Um, Yahoo is, I, I bet you at this time next year, Yahoo is still the second most popular search engine in the world. Well, or, or I mean, who, in the world, uh, you, you never know what Baidu kicking around there. Um, 
they're, the, the Chinese market is, is looking to. Anyways, you know what? I was about to go down a totally different onto international, and, uh, and we can do that another time. Um, we have but, to. As a matter of fact, what we have to do now is cut to commercial. We're um, 15 minutes into the show. We have John Carecut from Applied SEO waiting on a hold. And um, we can't bring him on until we go to commercial. And we've got to bring him on eventually. So, friends, this is uh, Jim Hedger from MetaMen.com and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Dash Inc. You're listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. We'll be back in about two minutes after these fine commercial messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Mr. Scott, I can't get any more information onto our website. I'm doing the best I can, Captain. There's no more room on the server. It's going to blow. Evaluation, Mr. Spock. The logical answer is Lunar Pages. Reputation, reliability, and legendary 24-7 support makes Lunar Pages the host to cling on to. Did you say cling on? Aye, Captain. Sign up at LunarPages.com and get $700 off coffee cup software absolutely free. If you call, they will answer. Lunar Pages it is. Beam us aboard, Mr. Scott. For out-of-this-world web hosting, Lunar Rocks. Sign up for web hosting with LunarPages.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart. Had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Can you believe how long it takes to order food here? Uh, here we go. Excuse me. She's not even looking over here. Great service is hard to come by. Whether you're sitting in a bar, restaurant, or creating effective search advertising campaigns. Um, excuse me. I think we need to go somewhere else. It's easy to feel forgotten, especially when your advertising budget is on the line. LookSmart serves up to 400 million queries a day with a side of the best customer service in the online advertising industry. Hi, how are y'all doing today? What can I get you folks to eat? You were right. This place is so much better. LookSmart, premium and performance advertising solutions. SEO Rockstar. Wonderful PPC ads that we're running oh. on Google. BrianMark.blogspot.com. He's captured them all, and he did that partly for me because none of you jerks were running those ads in Canada. Oh, yeah, because nobody cares about Canada. Nobody cares. No. SEO Rockstar. Live broadcast Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Get hooked, wrapped, and dished. All week long on WebmasterRadio.fm. Your destination for education and entertainment. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the host, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from MetaMen.com and uh, Dave Davies from BeanstalkDashing.com, and we'd like to assure all listeners that we, in fact, care quite a bit about Canada, um, given that we're sort of located here. 
<laughs> anyway, Dave, we've got a great guest on, an old friend from, uh, from years back, John Carecut from AppliedSEO.com. And uh, Dave, you remember meeting John in San Jose, uh, was it 2006? That's exactly right. And, uh, yeah, probably the uh, creator of one of the most popular uh, bling I've seen at any one, the, uh, the SEO hats. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this guy, this guy, John Carecut, is so white hat. He was giving out white hats down at... Uh, uh, SES San Jose in 2006. I think it was, what, 15, 20? You know, why don't we get John to tell us? John, welcome to yeah. Webcology. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's, it's great, man. Nice talking to you guys again. It's been a while. <laughs> um, a little bit of background for the listeners. Uh, John Carecut is a longtime SEO, um, member of several community forums, just was head SEO at uh, morevisibility.com, recently left that company to, start his, to restart his own firm, Applied SEO, and now John is sort of straddling the world of in-house SEO and outsourcing SEO. John, why don't you tell us a little bit about about Applied SEO and the the directions your company is going in this year? Yeah, it's 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 kind of interesting. I kind of find myself in that position, like you said, as part in-house and part um, agency representative. Basically, what I'm finding myself doing is outsourcing my services to agencies. So it's an agency that might have um, a PPC component, a video component, broadcast component, everything but no SEO. Um, they know they need it. They know they want it. And they come to me, and I build a program for them and um, pretty much outsource all the services. It's kind of fun and kind of interesting. Well, what took you down this path, John? Um, I kind of actually fell into it through a longtime acquaintance who became vice, vice president of marketing for an agency who was in that exact situation. They, they did interactive marketing for quite a few different companies. Everybody was asking them for SEO. Um, he would come to me over and over again, can you help me here, can you help me there? And it just when I left um, More Visibility to start on my company, we had a long conversation. Um, I pretty much built the department for them, kind of like a virtual SEO department for their agency. And as they get the work in, it comes it comes to my company. And, and your company then we we, we we create the deliverables, we do the we do the work and we send it back to them and it's it's branded with their their branding. So we're kinda of, like I said, it's kind of virtual SEO. We do the work, we send it to them, they sell it, they do the client management. Um, I get to focus on the stuff that I love, actually doing the SEO and the work and the, the social marketing. So it, it, it's a win-win, really, for me anyway. <laughs> now, now, at the same time, um, the companies that you're working for, the companies that you're basically white-labeling your services for, they get what they know to be solid SEO services from a, from a well-known and reputable provider, yourself, um, but they don't have to pay the cost of their own SEO staff. How do you find communicating with your clients? Um, it, it's kind of interesting because there's really two levels of clients because, of course, the agency is my client, and we, I communicate at one level with them, but I still have to be in direct communication with their clients as a representative of the agency because you, you really can't work on somebody's site or work on their campaigns without talking to them and understanding what they do and how they do it. So it, it's actually the, the client communication comes at a couple different levels in that case. But when I'm talking to that agency's client, I, I know that I'm representing that agency. It's not me. So like, it, when I'm talking to the agency, then I'm representing me. So it, well, it, I guess it, 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 go ahead. 
How do you, I'm just going to jump in here. How would you avoid, uh, since you're speaking as a different agency periodically, have you ever hit or, or how do you avoid issues where you may have conflict, where they may be asking questions that um, while you know the stock answer you would give or, or you know the answer you would give, you don't know if things are, are sort of conflicting with uh, what the company may have said in regards to deliverables or in regards to pricing and, and things like that. How do you, how do you keep yourself outside of that? That's an excellent question. Um, I've, I've, when I first started doing this, I, I ran into that just a little bit. And, and since then, I, I do two things. One, I make sure that I understand and, they, and the agency understands, you know, what we have to offer. And I know what they have to offer, whether they, if they don't want to do linking or if they don't want to do certain things, I know what they can do. And secondly, when I have the client calls, when I'm acting as a representative of the agency, I always make sure there is an actual person from the agency on the call as well. So that I can, if there's something that I have a question about, I'm not sure how to answer it. I can, I'll, I am them during the call and say, "Can you take this one?" Because I don't know how you want to handle it. That kind of thing. So there's some kind of behind-the-scenes communications going on on those calls as well. Now it sounds like what you have got set up there is almost a dream scenario for a lot of people who would be an SEO who really are, are most interested in the technical side. They don't want to deal with the with any sales side of starting their own companies. They don't want to. Uh, deal as much with with client communications. Of course, of course, you can't get out of that. But you know, we all certainly know some people who are who are better just sitting staring at a monitor and and you know being brilliant in that capacity. Um, how is there any advice you could give to SEO? I mean, many times we've we've discussed on this show and and you know many people have done elsewhere how to start an SEO firm or, or how to get involved with an SEO firm. But you have a unique flavor here. How do you get involved with other SEO firms or other people starting SEO uh, who, are, who are involved with SEO? How do you get in in the capacity you are where you're really white-labeling it? Uh, like I said, I really kind of fell into it initially, and then I realized that there's, there's going to be a number of agencies out there that are in the same position. They just, there's not enough people in the industry right now, I think, to, to cover the need for what we do. And so, um, basically, through networking is how I've, I've gotten my stuff. You know, I knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody. They hooked me up. We had a phone call. We talked. Um, really, I think the only way you could get into this, I mean, you're not going to go knock on an agency's door and say, hey, I do this for you. You're going to have to know somebody and talk to somebody or have them come to you through, you know, making yourself known in the industry and, you know, speaking in advance, writing very good articles on your blog, getting noticed, and having them come to you. Um I don't think it's something that you can place cold calls and, and get, get get the work. It's going to be yeah, I guess the days of uh, easy entry for new SEOs are pretty much over, right? Yeah. I, now, now I think that if you can find some some of the some of the firms like um, the companies that work for more Viz and some of the bigger ones, 360i, they're always looking for people to, to come in at the ground level to start working. Once you get in there and get that experience under your belt, then I think that way is an easy way into the industry, but it's it's a tough road because there's a lot of work involved in those agencies. Well, as you said a little bit earlier, it's often often um, as much who you know as it is what you know in this industry. And, uh, John, another of the initiatives that, that you're working on um, helps SEOs get to know each other. Um, I understand that you're one of the organizers of the, um, I guess, the South Florida meetup group for um, search engine optimizers and search marketers. 
definitely. We we have we, we had a meeting just last night actually. Uh, we, through meetup.com, we set up an SEO uh, meetup for South Florida. And anybody who's interested in any type of SEO, whether it be somebody wanting to learn or somebody who has a website that wants to come in here or maybe meet some people that can help them, um, if you're an SEO and there's not one of these in your area, I can tell you start one because I know I've, I've gotten a number of clients that came to the, to the SEO meetup and said, hey, I need your help. And, you well, know, slow down there, Cowboy. Slow down there for a second, John. You've got clients who are coming to meeting you potential clients coming to meetings of SEOs because they're looking for an SEO and they want to meet you face to face. Yes, exactly. I, I just I'm putting a proposal together today for a publicly traded company in the insurance industry who it could be a very, very lucrative deal for me who came to our SEO meetup to to hear a seminar I was doing on linking. So really your marketing cost there was what, a a a pint of beer? Pretty much, yeah. I paid for the appetizers. <laughs> So tell me a little and, bit more about the meetup. Um, what kind of what kind of crowd do you get out there? What kind of what um, are are there more pay per click marketers? Are there more SEOs? Um, how many people are coming? In in my area, there's there's a, an SEO meetup and there's a PPC meetup. The PPC meetup is relatively new. Um, our SEO meetup is actually if you go to the meetup list and type in SEO, we're the 13th largest SEO meetup in the nation. We have just just um, we might have just passed 100 members. Um, but we have, like last night, we had a social meetup. So we have two or three meetups a month. One is always just a social gathering where we just get together and we talk and we BS, we talk about the industry. And we had um, seven or eight new members show up last night, people from somebody who just has, ne- has never done any SEO, um, wanted to come in and meet people and see if they could learn something, to people that have been doing it for, for years and just found the, place, found the meetup and decided to come and join. And we had great conversations with all of them. Um, then we have two more um, meetups during each month. Um, both are like presentation sessions. Last month we did linking. Um, we're doing two, one kind of in the southern portion of South Florida and one in the northern portion of South Florida. If you're from South Florida, you understand that there's Miami area and there's the West Palm area. And if you're in the West Palm area, you don't want to drive to Miami. And if you're in Miami, you don't want to drive to West Palm. So we do two, so we have a wider variety of people that can make it to these meetups. Um, but again, we have people that are just learning, people that are coming in to with their, their businesses to try to find someone to help them. Or they have, we even had one person come in who had a very specific problem they were trying to solve. I said, well, if I go to this big group of SEOs and I ask them, there's someone's going to be able to help me. So it, it, it's a very fun time too. It's really nice to get together with people in the industry and you know talk about it. it it's almost like a mini conference. You get to talk about things you can't talk to your wife about because she has no clue what you're talking about. John, um, really, really quickly. I don't mean to be redundant, but um, the grin just came on to uh, the Webmaster Radio chat room and asked, "What meetings are they talking about?" Um, so, just to reiterate, these are South Florida SEO meetups. And if uh, meetup.com, how would somebody go about finding out about uh, the, the the meetups through meetup.com? Meetup.com is a very simple process. If when you sign up, you you tell them basically where you're at. And when you do a search, if you go in there, you've, you've made a profile for yourself and you search for SEO, it will show you the SEO meetups in your area within like 50 or 100 miles. So you can set that in your profile. Um, and there's many, many different topics. I mean, I'm, I'm involved in a kayak meetup and a, uh, there's people go see movies through meetups. There's tons of different types of things you can meet people to do on meetup.com. Um, we just happen to set one up specifically for SEO. That's excellent. And um, again, this, these are open for uh, 
anybody who's interested in search engine search engine optimization living in the South Florida area, um, you meet what every once a month, every two months. We we meet um, two or three times a month, and we, there's a calendar on the site that tells you when we're meeting and where. Excellent, um, John. I want to thank you for taking your time today uh, to, to spend some time with us here on Webmaster Radio. That's uh, John Carecut from uh, AppliedSEO.com, a white label outsourcing in-house SEO firm. Um, <laughs> we're out of time. Thank you very we're, much. We're Jim. out of time. I can't. Oh, you're quite welcome, John. Thanks for coming on at the at the last minute. I can't believe how these how these half hours just go by, Dave. Um, we're done for this week, but we're coming back with a ten-part series starting next week. Eh? You want you want to tell the audience a little bit about it? Yeah, we're going to be doing uh, basically a breakdown of SEO into into ten steps. We're going to focus each week on a on a different step. Next week, we're going to be uh, beginning with keyword research, and you'll just have to keep listening to uh, to find out what's coming up down the road. We're also going to be uh, coinciding that with an article. Uh, so there'll be a place for, for lots of resources, lots of reading, and uh, making for 10 just great, really interesting, and really educational shows. Well, excellent. I can't, you know, I can't wait to get into it. Unfortunately, we have to wait seven days. Um, we're at the end of, our, end of our time. But friends, stay, stay tuned to webmasterradio.fm for more great content coming up right after our show. On behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Dash Inc., this is Jim Hedger from metamen.com. You've been listening to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere, including Canada. Folks, keep on listening. There's great stuff coming up next. Thanks a lot.